This experience is best with headphones. This is a program in partnership with Open and Clear Broadcasting. For more information and additional programs, visit us at openandclear.com. For any questions you would like us to focus on, comments about the show, inquiry about advertising with us, or just want someone to talk to, please visit us there at openandclear.com. This show is brought to you by an AVA, an anonymous vegan activist. Beef, it doesn't always have to be for dinner. The things spoken about on this program are not simply conceptual. It is a journey. Thank you for experiencing it with me. This is Miracles and Magic. Today we focus on the frequency most transcendent within this perceptual experience of reality. Welcome to Indigo Day. When deficient, the belief in illusions is evident. Therefore, you are learning insight. physical transformations, holy apparitions, highest degree of supernatural peace. I am light. I have seen everything. I strive to attain liberation. I see light. Prudent visionary response. To me, good is a cosmic force. Evil is another aspect of the same force. I live in a world of prophets, sages. I struggle with full I fulfill my life through reverence, compassion, devoted service, and universal love. I find God through grace given me. My ideas of God include transformative, mystical, enlightened, alchemist, healing, magical, beyond all causes. The number one thing that brings groups together. The number one thing that gets you moved to meeting other people, to joining and moving in with other people. The number one thing. is simply a collective of decisions made, of attributes, of actions, of personality types, 
that you adore or avert. I'm talking about moral standings. The number one thing that gets you to find a church, a group of like-minded individuals, a gathering is moral standings. While it's becoming subject in society now, even the reason we started this country on a freedom of allowing everyone to have their own understanding of God, of the universe, of why we are here. It is all based on what we desire to be right and wrong. There is no getting out of this. This is what you do. This is why you're doing what you do. This is why you go where you go. This is what you think of as important. What you think you must do in life or not do in life. The purpose that you have determined and the purpose others in your life have determined or what brings you together. I'm not talking about any specific moral standing. Yet I do want to point out that many of us have been subject to moral standings without question, without doubt, and because of our fear that it fed on, we approved of these moral standings, and we, to this day, and probably till the day we die, as many of us have, kept these moral standings as our own. I'm not saying get rid of them. I'm not saying start murdering people. I'm not saying you should not feel guilty for looking at pornography. I'm not saying any of that. Yet what you do hear and interpret what I am saying is most likely what you do not agree with as your moral standing. It is a complete individual process, individual purpose in life. It is a written within you what you are designed to do. I was enjoying the movie Fantastic Four. And even though it describes the universe using not just the four elements, but that 
the organizer, the, organizer, the consciousness. consciousness, and the protagonist, and the protagonist has an alternate world, alternate world of power and light and sound, or thunder and lightning. And there are this other world of the four elements. The antagonist group, so-called the fantastic, four. Talking about the new version. You can see that every story, no matter what, no matter it being a drama, an action, comedy, any of it, there is an antagonist and the necessary protagonist. The antagonist is necessary, of course. But it doesn't exist in the form that it being an antagonist, a hero, without the villain. Your so beloved murder mysteries do not exist without murderers. So we look back in the life of Krishna and we see and describe or just define what he describes. in the war that was averted between families. How could I kill my families, my brothers, my sisters, my uncles, who are on the other side? You follow through with the war, for it is your written purpose Not that murder, death, suicide actually occurs, but that what actually occurs is simply an event. I'm not saying or condoning murder in any sense. I'm not condemning it either. I want to open our eyes to the idea when you do die, you remember agreeing and helping to write your life story. Your life story includes your death. And if you die, let's say, by murder, in the most gruesome fashion, prolonged through massive gang raping, whatever you might imagine, you were in part designing and agreeing to this contract. You may be the protagonist and the antagonist, or you may be the antagonist, 
whatever, the hero, <laughs> and the villain is as required in your written script for it to occur. And when you do follow through and finish that script and die, you will be as happy and as excited and proud of it as you were when it was done written. As when you agreed to do it. Granted, now, you don't remember this. You don't recall this and you think there is a decision of right and wrong and who should be allowed to live and who shouldn't. This is completely acceptable to this perspective. However, to my perspective, it no longer is the script that can be broken, but the script that is concrete, granite, that will live and last and cannot be broken cannot be changed. Even if you were to seemingly change it to your knowledge, to God's and to the writer, that was all part of the story. Even as if you wrote a book and that book you then read and you came to the part where the protagonist changes his script story and you continue reading and the book remains the same as you wrote it. Sure, you wrote in that he saved the day. But nothing changed. Even to the understanding in the book that it seemed to have changed, but merely the direction that was perceived before the changing occurred. It does seem to be taking an alternate route. However, it wasn't anything that changed in the actual story, but the perception of being in an illusion that your life was actually going a certain way, but a necessary illusion to motivate you to change into the other direction. The change wouldn't have occurred if you didn't believe that you were hitting rock bottom. Going a direction that you just don't see any progress. That was written in the script. So back to moral standings. And why on earth, on transcendent day, 
indigo. Are we discussing something so seemingly concrete as moral standings? I say seemingly concrete. One, I say concrete because we seem like we know what is right and wrong, mostly because of what society has described to us and punished us for. Mostly in school, public schooling. And I say seemingly concrete because we actually believe that they are set in stone. I'm not trying to change your morals. I'm trying to get you to think for yourself that most of these morals, not just morals, but the little things that you believe you can't do something, even be outstanding. And you go home and you feel guilty and it runs around in your head. That you wish you did something different. Oh, I should have said this. Oh, I should have done that. And I completely agree for you who are holding yourself back. Need to be set free. Need to think for yourself. Who are you? And what do you want to do in life? Who are you? And what do you stand for? For most of your life, you didn't know who you were. You didn't know what you stood for. So you adopted others. Most of you still use and adopt these moral standings, these beliefs about yourself, still to this day. Instead of being yourself, you think someone else is yourself. Someone else's way is your way. And it might be completely possible and completely true. Only you would know. Only you and your creator know who you are and what you are here to do. Your purpose is written in the stars. Your purpose is written in the stone of the earth. Your purpose is written in your heart and it keeps it beating. It keeps you alive. If you didn't have this purpose, you would die. You would cease to exist. You would never have existed in the first place. So while you were sitting there thinking you are depressed, which is a beautiful explanation of the word and what it is actually doing, depressed and being repressed. You're not being set free. 
You're not allowing yourself to be who you are. You're not finding those like-minded people and joining with them. Ones that accept you for whatever you want to do. Ones that would do it with you. Ones that would support you in a common goal. But first, you do have to remember who you are. Remember who and what your purpose is. It's not too far. It's right there in your heart. It is the reason you're alive. It is every bar beat of your heart. It is every breath you take. It is the reason you exist. Why do you exist? Answer that. And you found your purpose. No, it's not just in a simple definition. It's not in a job title. It might include a job title, but it's far greater. It's a whole lapse of time in the existence of you. What are you? Where are you? you know and I want you to know that I accept you regardless of what you want to do I accept you regardless of the fetishes and the drives that you have the desires you want fulfilled what you love and hate I accept you for exactly as you written your purpose. And I thank you for living it out. Thank you. Thank you, God, for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for teaching us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you. 